Welcome to Pastors of the Roundtable. This is the Discipleship Podcast of Monroe Missionary Baptist Church, brought to you by Together in Christ, the teaching ministry of MMBC in Monroe, Michigan. We encourage thoughtful discussion about the Christian faith and connect you to the people and the ministries of MMBC. Uh, sitting around the table this week, we got Tim Michelangeli, Dave Arnold, Spencer Snow. Pastor Scott is still not with us uh, today, so we miss him. Uh, but today we're continuing our study through the Baptist faith and message. And it really is sad that Scott's not here because he is the most dedicated to the Baptist faith and the Baptist message, message of yeah. any of us, I think, right? I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. No, we haven't got to know Dave enough yet right. to maybe declare that. that but maybe. I think you can declare it. <laughs> <laughs> you can come declare it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I, yeah, I don't know this. I'm this. I'm kind of newer to the the you know about the state the Baptist <laughs> faith, faith, and message. faith and message. See, I can't even say it right. So, <laughs> so yeah. there you go. <laughs> Case in point, the yeah. BF and M. I think Scott would uh, be in the runnings for that. Yeah. So, so today we've been walking through. Um, this statement of faith, talking about who God is, the church, baptism, Lord's Supper. Uh, this week we want to talk about last things, um, also known as eschatology. Um, what the Baptist faith and message states about that. What it, and also it's important to highlight what it doesn't say about eschatology. Both of those are important. What it does say, what it doesn't say. Um, so this is where we're at here now, and thinking about the last things. Uh, the, the things that are future still to come, um, what are we looking for here? And there's a it's actually a, a very small paragraph that's written, and I'll read it real quick here. It says, God in his own time and in his own way will bring the world to its appropriate end. According to his promise, Jesus Christ will return personally and visibly in glory to the earth. The dead will be raised, and Christ will judge all men in righteousness. The unrighteous will be consigned to hell, the place of everlasting punishment. The righteous in their resurrected and glorified bodies will receive their reward and will dwell forever in heaven with the Lord. So, a very succinct, short summary statement of what Southern Baptists believe about the last things about that doctrine. So, I've got a couple of basic, the way I've broken it up here is just a couple of basic things. First of all, the fact that God, it says here, will bring the world to its appropriate end, and then it goes into some details about what God has promised will happen, um, and we'll we'll walk through those things. So, first of all, I think it's helpful to, to point out the Baptist faith and message is not as full or detailed about describing the last things as maybe other statements of faith that you might see, particularly if you find them from independent churches um, and other churches like that that will have more detailed discussion about the last things. Why is this not fuller or more detailed um, as regards other specifics or viewpoints on eschatology? Why is it not, why is it shorter in this sense? Yeah, I mean, I think, again, one of the goals of the Baptist faith and message, as we've been talking about, is to be this word isn't uh, popular amongst churches. Inclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, That's actually very popular, I think, amongst sorry, churches, okay, yeah. I don't know what All you're right. talking okay. about. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah. Being exclusive you, you is actually the problem. Yeah. Uh, but we talk a lot about cooperation, in, and in the Baptist Faith and Message, they wanted to be able to take as many Baptist churches, I would say, as they could, and still be faithful uh, to Scripture 
but where there could be some leeway, I guess. So you're saying from they individual did, churches. So you're saying they didn't want any of them left behind. Oh, <laughs> is that what you're, Kirk Cameron? Is that what you're he's saying, been, <laughs> Dave? He's been planning that. <laughs> I could tell all <laughs> along. I could tell. He, it was obvious. He's waiting for the moment. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that just came to me, honestly. That just came right. No then. way. That did. No. That just came. You know that scene in The Grinch, the cartoon. When he starts getting that huge, <laughs> oh, yeah. that's what you yeah. looked like. Oh, I, I know. I, 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 yeah. I knew. Yeah. I, I thought of that. I'm like, awesome. Or the cashier chat in, yeah. uh, or cat in, yeah. um, in yeah. Alice in Alice Wonderland. Wonderland. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyways, go, go I don't even know what I was saying. We didn't want them to be left behind. Yes. Yeah. So, anyways, there's certain things uh, in the Baptist faith and message that we would say in order to be an Orthodox Christian, you have to believe this, right? So, there's some particulars there. Uh, but there's other things that we would not uh, make that statement, that there's some room here, and eschatology would be one of them, that obviously they've chose to be pretty broad um, with it so that you could have churches of maybe different bents when it comes to eschatology uh, still be a part of the Southern Baptist Convention and be faithful mm-hmm. and be able to, to work together. Right. And I think that's helpful to also point out that that's the official, not only, I mean, because this statement of faith is also a statement for our local church as well. Mm-hmm. So even as MMBC, not simply the SBC, but also uh, yeah. our local church, this is also our broad understanding of the last things. We don't require, there can be people at MMBC that hold different mm-hmm. details underneath this mm-hmm. about yeah. eschatology. And so it's not as if, um, you know, we're going to teach one distinctive view to, the, to in the sense in which we're saying, if you don't believe this, you don't, you're not accepted as a member here or you're not right. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think, I think yeah. if we were to start teaching it specifically, like if we had a class on this, right. We would probably teach a specific way of it. Sure. But we would need to teach it in a way, I think where people can understand that there are some other views right? and they're still Christian. Right. And if you have this view, mm-hmm. we still think you're a Christian, and it's okay that you still come here and are a member right. and uh, take Lord's Supper. And you can be a deacon here. Yeah, yeah. You like, could be a pastor here. Yeah, it's like it's theoretically, okay. yeah, right, and hold yeah, these like, views. Yeah, it's 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 okay uh, in this, but I think the teacher to be faithful would have to say, "This is my personal right, right. conviction of yeah. of what this is," mm-hmm. or sure, yeah, when we're preaching on it or or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so it, it's it's broad in that way. Um, and to be, I mean, I've, I've been dreading this one, if I'm being quite honest with you. Yeah. I wish I was gone today, like Scott, <laughs> but I'm not. Right. Right. Uh, just because of fear of, uh, saying things I shouldn't. Sometimes I say things in, I think I'm through real quick in my head and I, and then I say, ah, forget it. Let's just say it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if anybody else does that. And, uh. <laughs> And then I'm like, I shouldn't have said that. Mm-hmm. Not because necessarily what I think I'm saying is wrong, but it, it's not said the nicest or uh, appropriately as I should. Sure. Mm-hmm. I Maybe that's just me. No, I think we all struggle with that, but I yeah. think uh, and I, I fear see that where with you this struggle topic. with that. Yeah. You yeah. can see where I struggle with I that? I can see where you would struggle with that, yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank no. you <laughs> for holding me accountable. Yeah. No, you're good. You're good. Um, <laughs> but uh, this is divisive. That's why I it say is it. divisive. That's yeah. it, it's this, at least in our yeah, context. In our yeah. context, 
I don't know if in the Catholic Church eschatology is, yeah. a, is, is divisive, or even Lutheran Church, you know, you know, or different denominations just in general. But in ours, mm-hmm. in Southern Baptist life, where I lived in Southeast Michigan, right here, place myself here, uh, this is a topic that drives wedges between people, and oh, yeah. I've always struggled with that because I don't think it should. Yep. And the fact that I think that has drove wedges between me and other people because I think it shouldn't drive wedges, which seems weird to me, um, but it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So Al Moeller in his, um, where he does this thing called theological triage, mm-hmm. he has yes. first tier, second tier, mm-hmm. third tier yeah. issues. First tier being like Trinity, yeah. justification, scripture. Second tier being like baptism, things that women in ministry, things that would separate denominations but you're still a Christian, you're not a heretic. And then the third tier issues he labels as things that would be still important, but things that you can yeah. hold within a church, even a local church. And he puts eschatology, yeah. most of the things in as regarding the last things, um, not the things that would be denied here that in this statement of faith that we're going to go through. Um, but things like, I mean, you know, is the rapture going to happen seven years before the right. return of Christ? Right. Is there going to be a millennial reign of Jesus Christ on the earth after his second coming? Mm-hmm. Those are questions that yeah. Christians have differed over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, those have also never been required uh, until probably fairly recently mm-hmm. um, f- to uh, determine whether or not uh, you're, you're a Christian or, as, or, or whether or not you should be a, uh, a member of a local church mm-hmm. body. And I think it's, it's, it's become divisive because it's put in that first tier. And I've seen that yeah. with an SBC. Or second tier even. Or even second tier, yeah. yeah. And, it's, and then people get all, you know, they, 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 you know, bent out of shape because they're like, well, this, is the, you know, this is the right view. Right. And it's like, yeah, well. Most of the time what I've encountered too is most people that, that hold it much more strongly don't realize they come from a particular viewpoint mm-hmm. that they don't realize was formulated about 200 years ago. Exactly. Yeah. Then that was the first time it was ever uh-huh. even started to be seen. Um, and I think that there's just partially um, his, a, a lack of historical awareness of, uh, of uh, viewing a doctrine from the whole perspective of the history of the church yeah. as well. And just being like, you can still hold that perspective, but also realize that for most of the history of Christianity, that perspective was not even known about. Yeah. Exactly. So just just understand that it's yeah. okay to hold that, but just hold it also with a level of humility. Yeah. Um, I should also say though, while it, it drives wedges, and I've seen that here in this context, growing up in this church, this particular church, and listening to our pastors preach and even teachers teach, it it always had been told to me that it was a third tier thing. I mean, they right. wouldn't have used that language, right? But it always came across as that. So. Um, the pastor that I had growing up here, I would hear him talk about um, the rapture or um, end times. He would quote a lot, you know, if I go to a prayer place for you, I will come back and return. And um, in my father's house, there are many mansions. He would talk about heaven. Um, he would talk about, and I don't remember him getting like all specific about right. years and stuff like you mentioned, but he would talk about heaven and this stuff. And so I knew he was talking about end times and I he would say, you know, Christ is going to return and there's going to be judging this and and then even pastors after him, um, you know, my father-in-law was the pastor here for a long time, and I've had many conversations with him about it. And I remember one of his big stances was like, you just, we don't know how it's all going to play out. Like the Bible says these things and mm. we can have our thoughts. But really the question is, um, when the judgment comes, 
is your name in the Lamb's Book of Life right. or not? Mm-hmm. We right. do know that that's important, right? And sure. And he would kind of hold to that. And I remember that being a big thing in my life was like, okay, that's right. I mean, I don't know right. how this is going to yeah. unfold. Uh, but in this church, it wasn't divisive. Now, maybe for particular members, maybe it was mm-hmm. or something. I just wanted to clarify that. that may, I didn't want our church to sound like there were just wedges between sure. all yeah. of us. No, uh, certain people definitely will hold their view and maybe be a little staunch about it or whatever. Uh, but I remember there being freedom mm-hmm. right, uh, right. growing up. So God, so what you're saying is, in a sense, what was preached was is that God in his own time and in his own way <laughs> will bring the world to its appropriate end. Um, so let's go through some of the promises here that we says here, according to his promise. So he gives, the Baptist faith and message gives a few things that are required of everybody. So these are things that should be clearly taught as this is, everybody should agree on this. First of all, Jesus Christ will return personally and visibly to the earth in glory. That is something that is clearly taught in Scripture that if you deny that, and there are people that have uh, denied that, that he's going to come back personally and visibly in his resurrected body um, to the earth. Um, that if you deny that, you are not, that is, that is a heresy, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is something that is required, and we would all say, um, that that you have to believe that. Yes, have you read this whole statement yet? Yeah, I already. I just did. Did you not listen? The to whole it? thing? Yes. Oh, I thought you only read part of it. No, I read I'm the sorry. whole thing. I'm sorry. My <laughs> wife was calling me. I had to tell her. Right. Not now. <laughs> wow. I, well, speaking. Oh, we'll end, see how speaking it, of end times. We'll see how it turns out <laughs> for you. Be over soon. You might be taken. <laughs> I don't know. Left behind. <laughs> you might be left behind. I I do not know. There's no sorry. time to change your mind. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry. Okay. Um, go ahead. No, so you have yeah. to believe that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jesus Christ will return personally, visibly, in glory yeah. to the earth. Right. I mean, yeah. we see that uh, talked about numerous. I mean, even Jesus himself, right? The, the way, way that you saw me leave, yep. I'm going to come I'm, back. I'm going to come back. Mm-hmm. Right. Revelation 19, Jesus mm-hmm. comes back. Yep. Um, yeah, he and will they, return. And they would say Maranatha to yeah. remind themselves it's early church, you know, Come back quickly. Come soon, Maranatha. Right. You know, so. Yeah. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Yeah. 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 Second of all, there will be a resurrection mm-hmm. from the dead. And this is not a, because, um, you know, some of the Gnostics in the early church rejected the idea of a physical resurrection from the dead. Mm-hmm. They thought it was all a spiritual resurrection. And you can kind of see this already again in First Corinthians chapter 15. Paul is dealing with that where people were denying the resurrection from the dead. Yeah. And Paul is saying if Jesus was raised, then everyone gets raised. If he wasn't raised, then our faith is in vain. Yeah. And what are we doing? So we believe in a real physical body and soul resurrection um, from the dead. Our bodies will be reunited with our souls forevermore. Um, if we, you know, um, and such. So that is an important thing to uh, hold as well. We see taught clearly in Scripture in the Old Testament and in the New Testament the resurrection um, from the dead. Um, next of all, we, he teaches here that Christ is the judge of all men. So Jesus will judge all men. Uh, Paul talks about this in Acts chapter 17. Mm hmm where he says that he is going to judge the world um, in righteousness. And it's also interesting, Paul connects that with the resurrection of the dead. He um, highlights, uh, actually, we, we read that it's actually the resurrection from the dead that 
causes the scoffing of the people in Athens. Mm-hmm. Um, they yeah. think it's it's crazy that 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 this would happen. Um, so Jesus is 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 going to judge all men, and then we see the two results, the eternal results that will happen as a result of that that judgment. Um, the unrighteous will be consigned to hell, which is described here in the Baptist faith and message as the place of not simply punishment, but everlasting punishment. Mm-hmm. So we are not um, annihilationists, right? So we don't believe that um, hell is a place where the souls and bodies of people will eventually be annihilated and their torment will cease at some point. It's an everlasting punishment that is described. We uh, read in in the Bible that their worm does not die. Mm -hmm. The fire is not quenched. It keeps going. That's the description given to us in um, the scriptures. But second of all, the other eternal state is that the righteous, those who've trusted in Christ in their resurrected and glorified bodies, will receive their reward and will dwell forever in heaven with the Lord. We read about that in uh, Revelation 21 and 20. Uh, to the final state of uh, God's people. So we have affirmed Jesus's return, the resurrection from the dead, um, his judgment, uh, whereby he will judge all men in righteousness, and then the eternal states um, of the righteous and the unrighteous Mm -hmm. given there. Yeah, and again, we talked about how general this statement is. It's very general, but it is controversial. There's a lot of churches who would look at this and say, no, I can't. I could not sign this, you know, because of what we've talked about some in other places. But Mm -hmm. like hell, not everybody believes that. Mm -hmm. And they would try to argue against that. There's a lot of churches today who would argue against a wrathful God in any way, shape, or form. They don't like that side of God, and so they try to get rid of that side of God. And so when you talk about the fact that there's a place of eternal punishment, uh, that's just too off-putting uh, for them. And so they don't they don't assign to that. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure different churches handle that differently. Maybe some just say everybody will be good in the end. Maybe some are nihilist, like you said, and say, well, you know, some will go to heaven, some you just, you'll just disappear. Right. You know? And there have been people like um, John Stott, who's expressed openness. He's dead now, but he expressed yeah. openness with annihilationism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and certain people who, who are otherwise really good teachers, Bible teachers of the word in many ways, um, but they can even veer off into yeah. some of these. William Barclay. Yeah, yeah, William Barclay. off to universal, universalism. He, he was an, a Greek scholar, <clears throat> right. expositor, but. We've got his, his commentaries. Yeah, the library, excellent commentaries. Yeah. Excellent commentaries. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. he did have that view. Right, right. Yeah, and so I mean, for someone like me, I would read this and be like, "This is everybody, right? Everybody probably mm-hmm. agrees with this." But no, they they don't. Yeah. I mean, and it right. it is it is controversial, and there's just something that uh, pricks people the wrong way. You know, when you start talking about God and judgment, um, we want to hear about God and love. You know, and I know for me, I was always, I don't know if I was always taught this, but it was in my mind that hell was separation from God. And that's the worst thing that could happen. Mm -hmm. And that's not true. People in hell will know God. (laughs) They'll know him very well. Mm -hmm. They're going to know the wrath of God. And they're going to, it's not a place Mm -hmm. that you'd want to be. They would wish. Right. They were not. They were separated. Yeah. I think that's a really good point. The difference between heaven and hell is not the presence of God, but the presence of the incarnate Christ. (laughs) Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. The incarnate Christ is not in hell. Um, he descended into it and in the cross for us, but he's no longer there. And um, 
Yeah, I think also the emphasis on the resurrection from the dead is something that we have maybe um, not emphasized enough in that doctrine. I think most people, when they think about heaven, they primarily only think about a biblical truth, which is to be absent from the body, is to be present with the Lord. But there's almost a de-emphasis on the body now to where we have to remind people that that's not the final thing we want. We want to be resurrected to, you know, body and soul. Yeah. And so I, I want to maintain the comfort that we have in the intervening period of where to the soul is present with Christ and in, in a good place, but there's still even better stuff to come mm-hmm. with a, with a physical resurrection. And maybe there's something of a, we're missing out on something there. Yeah. I know something for me, uh, that got me was Russell Moore at one time had wrote an article about burial, mm-hmm. uh, about cremation and, uh, yeah. And that, and I, I, I'd always been somebody who was like, I'm dead. I don't, I don't care. Whatever you want to right. do, whatever you want to do, do. And I think in a sense that's, that is true. Uh, I think there are people like who worry, um, about the resurrection and they think, well, what if I get burned up in fire? You know, what if my house catches on fire and I die that way and my body's just ashes and they can't even find it? What does this mean for me in the resurrection? My comfort in that would be, get, listen, God's going to work all that. Right. Out. Okay. <laughs> um, and so, and what I'm going to say now, I, I wouldn't want people to think uh, cremation is, is wrong. He just, in this article, it made mm-hmm. me think of it. And it made me think of it in the terms of what you were saying, is that we're not just spiritual people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We are people of physical nature as well. And we should respect it, he was saying. And uh, and he was just saying, you know, for him, that's the importance of burial mm-hmm. is it's a respecter of the body. And I think he even went back to how Christians would do that in the early times. They, were, they weren't afraid to take care of the dead and to honor mm-hmm. and to honor the dead um, because of that, because it was made in the image of God, that we have this physical uh, body that God has given us. And that scripture says that there's a physical resurrection, right. right? And so there was just an honor and a respect there. And again, how all that plays out, I don't, I don't know. I mean, someone recently was like, "Well, we'll all be thirty years old in heaven, right?" I don't, I, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I felt a little better when I was like 25, 23. Yeah, twenty-eight is supposed to be like the peak <laughs> yeah, year for right. baseball and like sports players. Twenty-eight yeah, is supposed yeah, to be right about yeah. there. So I'm like, I don't, I don't right. know. I mean, I don't know how that goes. But just in terms of what you were saying, Spencer, I just remember that article making me think a little more about. Mm-hmm. We should care about the physical part also the best right. we can. I right. mean, again, I think God's going to work it all out. Yeah, yeah. but um, there needs to be re- to be some respect. Uh, there. Yeah, I think there's some hidden Gnosticism in the way we think about. We almost still think about the soul trapped in our bodies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, oftentimes, mm-hmm. and the reality is, is we're not simply a soul in a body. We're also a body with a soul. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, to, to respect the, the material element that we are made out of is, is a good thing and to treat the body with, with honor, because sometimes you're right. Um, whatever you choose to do with cremation or whatever is in a sense, a, a, another issue, but a, a bigger question is, is how do you approach the, the physical and treat the body? Do you just, cause sometimes you'll hear people say, I don't care what you do with me. You know, just throw me out or, you know, I mean, just, just, <laughs> right, whatever. Yeah, but yeah. the point is, is like you said, Jesus bought your body. Yeah. And so you should treat the body, your body realizing it doesn't belong to you. It's not yours to discard. Mm-hmm. It's Jesus's. 
and he's going to raise it up again. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's so just showing some appreciation, yeah. uh, some honor, appropriate honor to the fact that body and soul. And I think the resurrection from the dead is is the ultimate manifestation of the the honor. And also it'll be the other way, I think, also for those. Um, the unrighteous will be raised from the dead, but their bodies will be will show the fact that they have not been redeemed. Mm-hmm. And the fact also, I think, that because um, it tells us the things that have been done in the body mm-hmm. um, will also, I think, um, there's this... Uh, sad decay. I don't know how to, we're not really given many descriptions of it, but I think the point is, is the great, one of the great distinctions between the righteous and the unrighteous will be the bodies that they possess at the resurrection, Mm -hmm. one to a glorified body, one to a corrupted body. And we're not given details about that, but I do think we're given enough to, to realize that the point is, is what we do in the body is important and our bodies, mm-hmm. you know, heaven is a place of material. Mm-hmm. It's not a place of just, you know, just floating around right. somewhere. And it's significant that God created Adam out of the, you know, the, the dirt, the yeah. clay. Yeah. His body was first. He, right. he formed him, he fashioned him, and then he breathed the breath of life into his nostrils. Right. And so the Gnostic idea is very counter scriptural because, yeah. it, you know, God created the body first. And then you see in Revelation that is restored. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, with heaven coming down, a new earth. Yeah. We're given new bodies, you know. And so it was always God's original intention and plan for there to be a body and the soul mm-hmm. you know, following. Yeah. yeah, I'm kind of surprised this statement, um, I've wondered this before, doesn't talk at all about new heavens and new earth. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Is there something else later on? I don't know. I don't... I don't There's your copy right there in front of you. Yeah, I don't know if it says something later uh, to that extent. But um, I think that's an important thing because mm-hmm. of the body part that you're talking about. Uh, I don't. I don't see anything here that it where it uh, brings it up later. Uh, sorry, dead air. It's kind of annoying. I don't, I don't see it. Uh, but I know for me, like as a, as a kid, at least thinking about going to heaven, it was all soul. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it'd be like, well, where is heaven? Like a question, well, where is heaven? Do I look up? I mean, Jesus went up. So that's right. what we normally do. We look up, right. but I don't see it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the astronauts have went to space and they said, we don't see God. We don't see the heavens. Mm. Therefore, he's not real, right? That was, was it, the statement, uh, and then it, it was w. Uh, Criswell. Yeah, Criswell said, was like, "Take off your helmet, and you'll see him." <laughs> yeah, soon. you'll see him real quick. Uh, but <laughs> w. Criswell, that's an awesome. That's an awesome line. Sorry, but, but Sorry. it makes us think, right? That it's it must be spirit then that we just can't see, just like the spiritual battles that are going on around us, right? That we don't see. Uh, that's what heaven must be like, and and you get this idea, kind of like ghosty well, figure, and, and that goes back yeah. though again. That's the Gnostics had the idea yes, that there was the spirit world and the material world, and we were part of the spirit world, and we fell and got trapped into the material yeah, world. All we need to get set free right. back to the spirit right. world. Yep. And so in a sense, what you're describing as heaven and what our sometimes common conceptions are yeah. is, I'm not saying it's the exact same thing, but there's parallels to... to yeah, to but what think. I think is important to remember is the eternal resting place for us with our Savior forever is in a new heavens new, and a new, new earth, earth yeah. a, a complete restoration. And yeah. and so, again, I, 
I don't think we can get too much in the particulars because we just don't have a lot. Sure. Um, but when God created everything and said it was good with Adam and Eve, there's a lot still today that we look at that would be very similar. Yep. Very similar. Now, sin has corrupted, and so there are things that are different. Uh, but there was still working in the garden. There was still food and, and mm-hmm. things to eat. There were animals. There was conversation. There was touch. There was smell. There was all these kind of things. Um, but again, when my mind would go to heaven, it was something very different mm-hmm. to that. Uh, but when you read in Scripture that there's actually a new heavens and a, and a new earth, and God is going to reign on the throne mm-hmm. uh, forever, and, and it says, you know, there was no need for the sun because the radiance right. of God shone forth. And so there is going to be this restoration of the of the physical. And I think in a lot of ways, the way heaven will be for us forever with God is going to be very similar to how we are today. Just complete peace, mm-hmm. complete joy, absence of sin you know, no pain, which is hard for us to fathom of what that would be like, but there's still mm-hmm. going to be walking and smells and we're going to eat. It says, mm-hmm. right. And I'm kind of surprised that it, that it leaves that out because it, it kind of, yeah. And, and a lot of the confessions don't really have much to say about the new heavens, and new earth. Calvin and his institutes doesn't really mention, he mentions heaven. He mentions the resurrection, but not really the new heavens and new mm-hmm. earth. I, th- I don't think there's been a lot of, you know, strong theological teaching, um, more so recently, but not as much in historical, you know, mm. past. So, I think I think the uh, couple of things come to mind is uh, uh, that verse in in Romans eight, where the whole creation waits with groaning. Yeah, yeah. You right. know? yeah. So the whole creation isn't waiting with groaning just in order to get demolished, <laughs> right? And to be done away with. No. The creation is looking for its own redemption, mm-hmm. and also. Another aspect is is the resurrection of Jesus. I think is a uh, I don't know if I would use the word prototype, but there's a parallel to the way it works with us, obviously, and then with the whole of creation, where when Jesus the the body that Jesus put in was put into the tomb is the same body that was raised up. It wasn't like he had snake skin and shed it and right. then got a new body and his old body was still no, lying I mean, look in at the, the holes. Grave. He's, you know, he'd say, yeah, exactly. look at the holes in my hands. So look there, at my side. So there was continuity with his old body and his new body, but there was also contrast mm-hmm. between the two. And similarly, that's the way it works with us. And I think also that's the way it broadly works with the whole of creation. It's the same, but it looks new. Mm-hmm. It's it's so new. So um, it's the... And again, we just don't know, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't want people to think, oh, we've studied all this to yeah. its point. And it, scripture is pretty quiet on a lot of that. And that's probably why throughout history we don't have a ton on it. And probably. it's because you need to let that mystery be known to God and just trust what we do know. You know, and um, I don't know. There's so many questions I think that people have, you know, like what what does happen when you die, you know, right away? What is that like? I don't know. Right. I mean, there's there's been a lot of thought out there from <clears throat> different people of what that means because Paul says absent with the body, present with the Lord. Well, what does that mean? Because mm-hmm. my body isn't. And right. I don't get a body until Christ returns. He hasn't returned. So does that just seem like a snap of the fingers to those who died, you know, that time? I mean, there's just so many questions that we don't have answers yeah. to. And when you start pinning those down and saying, this is what you must think in order to be a part of us, it's like, oh, what are you doing? Sure. Right. You know, I, I don't know if that's fair. And um, some other verses that come to my mind when thinking about end times, you know, because I'll have people today still 
who are like, Jesus, he's coming any, any minute, you know, and, and, and we should pray, Lord, please come soon, very soon. But I think about like in uh, Peter, he says a thousand years is a day and a day is a thousand years to God. Mm-hmm. I, I think about that, you know, people are like, it's been 2000 years. I'm like, well, to God, that's two days. Yeah. Right. Right. Potentially, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. or, or, it feel, or a thousand years is a day. So it could be mm-hmm. thousands and thousands of, whatever. right. God's outside of time, you know, and I don't want to yeah. limit him to, to time. And I try to remember that too, when it comes to the end time stuff is I don't want to limit, uh, God to, to time. Mm-hmm. Um, cause what seems very long to me doesn't mean it's very long to, mm-hmm. to him. Uh, so, I mean, that's just, we do have things if we're being fair in scripture that say, you'll know the time is coming when you're seeing this stuff, there'll be wars and rumors of war. It talks about, yes, like some natural disaster type of stuff. Yes. Um, but again, I think that's going to be hard for us to interpret well. Uh, and I say that because I think, I think what the trap that we fall into as New Testament believers is we look at the Old Testament people and we say how dumb those people were. <laughs> like how dumb they were. They didn't know that this was going to happen. How could they not know that Jesus was the Messiah with all the prophets, all that they had, right? Why did they think he was going to come in this way? And there's just a big part of me that thinks that's us with end times. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> like we just think we have it all nailed. Oh yeah, you've got it. And it's like, so did the Pharisees. We've seen the movie. <laughs> I know. You know, it's just like, so did the Pharisees. They knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that Jesus was not the Messiah based off of scripture. Mm. Right. They knew it and they were wrong. Right. They were wrong. Uh, what they saw scripture was, was wrong. Mm-hmm. They were not interpreting it correctly. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is the Messiah. And you just come across some who are like, this is it. And you are an idiot if you don't believe it. And it's like, mm, maybe you're right. I don't, I don't know. Right. You know, and I, I don't want to be that way, I guess, with this. There needs to be an appropriate level of humility. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like, this is what scripture says. This is the way I'm leaning. And. But these things right here. But these things that. Yes. Right. Right. These that, are true. In the Baptist faith and message, these are stuff we should yeah. say. Christ will return. Right. There is going to be a resurrection. There is a heaven and a hell. Right. That will be full of people, both of them. Right. You know, uh, and this is kind of what we know. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what we hold to. And uh, and in Scripture, it says the Father knows the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. The the Father is the one who knows, and we don't. I I don't I don't know when that time's going to be. I. I can't force that to happen. I, you know, it says to pray and ask, Lord, come. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. Like, let it happen. I mean, honestly, at any mm-hmm. time, please. Mm-hmm. And we should think that way. But I, I I can't make it work. Only the Father knows when that is going to happen. And he will declare it to the Son. And mm-hmm. the Son will go when it's time. Right. Right. That's what we know. There we go. That's it. The end. That's the over and out. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thanks for listening to this. Um, this is uh, going to be released this week. Number 95. Yeah, we're almost to the Almost to 100. We got to do something big for 100, <sighs> yeah. Spencer. And this is your baby. So we live and die by your creativity. <sighs> no pressure. The 100th episode. 100. I don't know. We I know on 100 day at school, the kid's like, you got to have like a piece of paper and have a hundred Cheerios on it. Or they do boards with like Skittles. They're supposed to do something creative with hundred. Mm. And maybe we should do that. Maybe we should have like a science fair hundred day. A mm-hmm. hundred. 
I'll have to work on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To think through it. That's uh, a, a century. Yep. Mm-hmm. A century. Okay. Well, thanks for listening. Um, we'll be next week. We're going to be talking about um, evangelism. And missions. And yeah. missions. Let's do it. So let's do it. All right. Take care. God bless.